G'day everyone. Welcome to the Unbox Your Gift podcast. I'm Rita Joyan. Today's topic is one that I see throughout the series when I've interviewed people and how they've turned their passion into a profession. What has really struck me is what are the differences between someone that goes from mediocre to excellent? How do you find excellence in what you do? Not just getting by, not just dabbling in what you are passionate about, but really excelling to the point and this is why everyone gets into their passion where they want to pursue a passion is because they want to make a difference. So how do you excel at making a difference? Like how do you make the impact so big, so huge, so such a huge ripple effect that it really does resound with so many people that it creates a movement? How does anyone go from having a passion, turning it into a profession and just soaring, excelling at it? And I was thinking about that and I was thinking about the examples of people that I've interviewed myself, the examples of people in history, the examples of just everyday human beings who have really excelled. And I can find out and I can, I can trace it back to a common denominator. And everyone says work hard. Everybody on planet Earth says work hard in one way, shape or form or another. You know, if they're not saying, oh, no, don't work hard. You got to get to, yeah, like everybody who has ever achieved anything, they all talk about working hard. Yes, you've got to put the work in. We all know that. But what work specifically is going to allow excellence to become the fruit of our effort? What kind of work? And I was thinking about that and I was putting in my head all the examples of people that I've interviewed on the Unbox Your Gift podcast series, the examples of past you know, like the Van Goghs of the world, you know, the, the, all the, you know, the Beethovens of the world, you know, those kinds of people who really left a long-lasting legacy when their music, their work, their art has, tested, has gone through the test of time. When you think of someone like Aristotle and Plato, whose philosophies and whose work has survived thousands of years, how does that, how is that, how does that happen? Like, full stop. And so... That being the question, I realize that everyone who's ever achieved excellence has been on one diet. And it hasn't even been a diet because it becomes a lifestyle, and that is having a life of restriction. When you and I can restrict ourselves, when you and I can restrict where we spend our time, what we do, because if we look at it, if we look at it, and don't get turned off by what I'm about to say to you, okay? If there's a lot, a huge amount of people converting to Islam, being a Muslim. And to me, I'm like, why do people want to convert to Islam? It's a life of restriction. You have to watch what you eat. You have to watch what you say. You have to watch how you dress. You have to watch how you, everything is a, it's a diet of restriction. Then why so when people are not born into Islam, why is there such a high rate of people converting to Islam? And I don't know what kind of brand of Islam you've been you've tasted, whether you've just watched the news and you just think they're terrorists or you might just be watching Muslims. And this is not about being Muslim. This is just pointing the, the fact of what it takes to excel. And I'm just using this as an example. Uh, I don't know what brand, but you don't know a Muslim until you've actually spoken to one and you've actually opened a book and read it because if you're only being fed the news, like anything, you're only being fed one side of story that's being sold to you because that's how news make money. They have to create a story that's going to sell, not in necessarily the whole story is going to sell. So one aspect of the story will sell. And so let's leave it at that. And so if there's a high rate of people becoming a Muslim, why are they entering a world of restriction? 
they can't drink, they can't eat pork, they have to dress a certain way, you know, they have to watch how they speak and how their manner. Why is that? Why does anyone want to do that? And the reason why that a Muslim is commanded by God to live a life of restriction is because they're trying to, the whole point of that restriction is to cultivate the soul so that an excellent person can emerge from that restriction. It's like when you look at an Olympic athlete, an Olympic athlete, you know, you have to excel to get to the Olympics. You can't just be good. You know, you can't just be interested in the sport. You have to excel. Then to get a medal, how much more do you need to excel? And then to get the gold, you need to be like the creme de la creme of excellence. You know what I mean? You need to be like the top tier player to get the fraction of a second that you come first or the fraction of a mark that you go ahead to get the gold. And that's just years of restriction. That The gold medal, the ability to get to the Olympics, to win a medal and then to get gold is a result of years of restriction of diet, of what they think about, of who they hang out, of what time they sleep, of how they cultivate their body and how they go work out in the gym. You know, it's years and years of doing the same warm-up routine, the same warm-down routine, the same routine in the gym or the gymnasium or whatever it is that they're doing. It's the same restrictions. So it's like you have to live a life of restriction to get to where the excellence so that you can make that contribution. So once someone wins the gold medal, they're spoken about in history because of what preceded that excellence was a life of restriction. If we take a look at anyone who isn't able to excel, and that's really what a Muslim is. It's like harnessing what I've understood it to mean. It's to harness the soul to, so that it can give birth to that excellent character by living a life restriction. When an athlete, to get the Olympics or any major event, sporting event, for them to excel in that sport and to really dominate, they have to live a life of restriction for it to give birth to their best potential, their excellence. And so when we're looking about passion, when they're talking about passion, it's really about, you know, yes, passion, everyone's got a passion. I want to write, I want to sing, I want to dance, I want to write a book, I want to be able to speak, I want to be able to do art, whatever your passion is. To turn that into a profession, you're going good. You're making a living from that. That's turning it into a profession. To excel now, now, why the reason why you've always wanted to pursue your passion is to make a difference, to do what you love. That, that point of making a difference comes from when you are excellent at what you do. And that excellence comes from what did you restrict yourself doing prior? Because it all builds. It all builds towards that. And so to be an ex- excellent writer, if that's what your passion is, to not just make a profession from it, but to excel in it, in that your work is taught in schools and taught in universities or people read it all over the world or they you know, reflect on it, whatever that work is, to excel in it, to make a movement from your work, to make that a huge difference, that really comes from, well, what was your diet of restriction to get to that point? Did you watch who you spoke to? Did you watch how you slept? Did you watch what your you know, activities? What were your activities? What did you miss out on? Because you need to not do something in order to learn, you know, execute on that craft. Because when we turn a passion into a profession, we're doing it for ourselves. That's the first layer. Like, that's the first layer. I have a passion. I'm going to turn that into a profession. That's the first step. 
but now to take the passion and turn it into a profession and create a movement, excel, so that not just you are affected by your work, not just you can make a living, but other people can take that work and piggyback off it can stand on your shoulders and take your work and learn from it and create from it and think from it. When that takes place, that's because you now excel in your work and that ex excellent work has come from nothing more than you being restricted to something. Because otherwise you would, you would already have that potential, that thing that you already have dreamed of, you would already have it. But the reason why is that you still need to restrict something. I still need to restrict things in my life that will enable me to move from passion to profession to excellence, which is that thing that cultivates you, not just you, but cultivates those who listen to you, who read of you, who see you. It's really how it goes. And it's that, that's, the, and, and then the success story, and this is the punchline, right? The success story we're always impressed by the success story because we looked at what was the restrictions. That's why we love rags to riches story. You know, she was, he or she was, you know, didn't have anything in the world. And then now they look at them now, right? We love that because they lived a life of restriction. Because if that person can live a life of restriction, well, hey, there's a possibility for me. That's why we love rags to riches story. If someone said, I grew up with everything and now I'm pursuing, I'm still working hard and I'm now getting the next level. It's like, oh, well, great for you because, you know, you had everything anyway. It's not as inspiring because they never lived a life of restriction. But when someone goes rags to riches, we love it because we're like, what, what did they not have? Oh my goodness, they didn't have this and they didn't have that. And, oh man, and even though they didn't have this, that and the other, they still made it. It's all the same thing because now we, we admire excellence. We admire excellence because we want to be excellent. And excellence is nothing more than sculpting your character and living a lifestyle of restriction. And I don't know what that restriction is for you. Depending on what the goal is, depending on what the movement is, what the cause is, what the movement you want to create, what the difference you want to make. That's going to be commensurate to what kind of restriction you need. And the reason why I use being a Muslim as an example is because that is a, and I can only speak from that because I am one, because that is a religion where you are restricted. And I find that the restriction comes from becoming, and Muslims are human beings. They're going to make mistakes. I'm the one of the first ones to do them all the time. But the point is that the purpose of restriction is to cultivate a soul that's, that lives in excellence. So if you don't drink alcohol, if you don't smoke, if you don't eat bad food, where that's the whole diet of a Muslim diet, that's going to cultivate a different soul than the one that just, you know, boozes, as much as they want, whenever they want, smokes their brains out and eats anything and anything, anything, any time of the day. You know, it's a different character that comes from that versus someone who restricts. It's a different athlete who watches what they eat, sleeps on time, trains hard from a, an, another person who calls himself an athlete or an athlete who will probably work five, train three, three times a week. You know, the other two days a week, they might eat whatever they want. They might train only half as much. You know, you, you still get an athlete. You might get an athlete, but you'll get a different quality of athlete. One will perform at excellence. One will perform based on how good they are in that moment. So can you see the difference there? And I wanted to really, you know, highlight that because I think it was a huge aha moment. And so when we're taking on this path of excellence, 
we really have to, and really taking on board our passion, we really have to get very, very, very clear. Because everyone talks about hard work, but hard work is really what are you going to restrict yourself so you don't get distracted? And what are you going to say no to? And what's going to be a yes? Because what you say no to is going to be the result of whether you birth excellence or you don't. Whether I birth excellence or I don't. And so take that into consideration when you're pursuing your passion as you're pursuing it or if you're considering pursuing it, what are you going to need to restrict? Do you need to sleep earlier, wake up early, eat better, exercise more? Are you going to need to drop some friends, collect new friends? Are you going to need to um, stand up for yourself? Are you need to going to speak up more? Like, what do you need to cultivate? What are the restrictions that you're going to have to put on yourself that are going to enable you to birth excellence? Because that's the real difference maker. That's when your work, when what you want to do outlives you. You know, that's when that really makes a difference. I mean, you look at anyone, electricity, the airplane, the um, telephone, those guys that created it, they lived a life of restriction, right? They had to, the Wright brothers, they had to do an experiment over and over and over and over again to get the plane up in the air, first for a few seconds, then a bit longer, then a bit longer. I mean, it's restriction. They could have gone out and, you know, had lunch and leisurely lunch somewhere, but they weren't, they were on the, but they also enjoyed it. And that's why you and I get to benefit from this transport called an airplane because someone in the world was able to just put excellence before anything else. And now you and I get to benefit from that birthing of excellence. And that's what excellence is. Even though it doesn't make a huge, big shake in the world, it allows someone else to breathe a bit easier, live a bit better because you lived a life of excellence. And that gives faith for someone else to be able to do that. And so that's really the crux of what our passion is, to be able to give something to the world to such a huge extent. That, and I'm not saying call and create the next plane, you know, invention. I'm just saying our own personal excellence, whatever that personal excellence is. Personal excellence could be being the best, excellent mother. It doesn't mean you're not going to stuff up. We're all going to stuff up. But the point is that when you, as a mother, as a father, you're living a life of restriction. You can't sleep when you want when the baby's young. You can't eat when you want when the baby's young. You can't do a lot of things the way you used to do before the babies came. And it's whole, the whole point is to, for you as a mother to be an excellent mother, the best of your potential, and so that you can have excellent human beings walking the planet when they start to walk the planet and have their contribution. Like that's all, it's a life of restriction. You, you know, like when you're pregnant, you know, you're living a life of, you're restricted. You can't be as mobile as you used to. You know, you've got to be careful of what you eat. You know, watch how you exercise. You know, you know all the, it's a life of restriction because physically you're restricted. But that restriction is giving birth to a baby. But it starts with restriction. And that restriction gave birth. And metaphorically speaking, that's the same way we transfer that thing we call a gift. We call that thing called a passion. We migrate that into a profession, which is for us. We can now live a life, do a living, doing that thing that we love. But the ultimate, the thing that I have coached people and the number one thing that they have said to me over and over and over again is they just want to make a difference in the world. They want to do something that adds value. 
And it comes from when we come from passion to profession to excellence. And excellence is only derived by the restrictions that we hold. Think Olympic Games. Think Van Gogh. Think Beethoven. Think the, that in which you find is excellent. They only achieved excellence through what they restricted themselves with. Because that thing gives birth. That cultivates a character. That cultivates your craft. It cultivates your passion. It cultivates your soul and that's what gives birth to excellence. And that's why discipline is such a big thing in this whole game of passion because you've got to learn to discipline yourself so that the best of the passion comes out. Otherwise, you're just coming here, there and everywhere. So I hope that's been of benefit to you. I hope that's given shine a light on how you would look at your passion. Look at, are you prepared to sacrifice? Are you prepared to put a, a restriction on certain things? And if not, then just be very practical about that. Be very okay with that and know that. But if you're going, for, if you're intending excellence, then you just know what you're, what you're going to have to pursue or what you're not going to have to pursue to gain excellence. So there's no surprises. There's no feeling of guilt. There's no feeling like, uh, you know, you're not, you know, suffering from FOMO, fear of missing out. There's no such thing as fear of missing out. If you're riding on the road of excellence, you can't think like that because you're giving birth to something that the world, the community, your family, you need so that you have a chance of giving that to the world so the next person who sees it can stand it and take it forward faster, further forward. Just like the plane, just like the telephone, just like any invention, just like any, any coach, just like anyone who's done anything that's well, any art, yeah, it's all just getting to excellence. It's cultivating you. Ultimately, the passion and the pursuing of it is cultivating a better you and I. It's just cultivating who we are, character, soul, spiritually, emotionally, in all aspects. And so what I would recommend you do is just take a look, have do a stock take of what do I want? What's my passion? What do I have to do to get there? And what do I need to restrict in my life? Late nights. Uh, what I eat, you know, everything. And if you don't know, sh not sure what to restrict, well, who around you has achieved what you want to achieve? Who do you know? Not personally. It can be anyone that you know, like there's, you know, you don't know them, but you know of them. Who has achieved what you want to achieve? And what do you think they have had to do to get there? Like what would they've had to do? Go read interviews about them. Read interviews. Yeah, in books, in magazines. Go hear interviews. You go watch them on YouTube. Go and see what they do. And they'll talk about it. And you go and do that. And see if you want to do that. Because maybe you're like, no, I don't want to do that. It's just not worth it for me. And then now you know. You're not going to waste your time pursuing something that you're not willing to put in the work. And there's nothing wrong with that. You just know yourself better now. Right, instead of disappointing yourself, thinking I can't get anywhere. It's not that you can't get anywhere, it's because you're not up for what's involved. And it's a good thing to just be aware of it. And if you are aware of what they're doing and how they got there and what their restrictions were, and you're good with it, well, then you just follow that path. Put those restrictions in your own life, those parameters, those barriers, those things that you need so that you can give birth to your own very excellence. So whatever you are, whatever you're doing in the world, my advice to myself and to you is that life is a gift. Unbox it. If you found this benefit, please subscribe. Please share it with someone that you feel needs to know and hear about this. 
And by all means, please leave comments and your thoughts about this particular episode. I would love to know. And any other episode, your comments, your feedback means the world to me and you participating would mean even more to me because it is exactly for you that I create this podcast so that I can, through my way, affect even just one soul to find their gift and unbox it. Thank you so much. Catch you next episode.